Three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here, trying to encourage us to be reading God's Word, to be humble before the Lord, to be in His Word, in prayer, asking for the help of the Holy Spirit, even today. We ask for the help of the Holy Spirit as we read, or we're continuing here in Deuteronomy, and looking at, uh, we're going to start looking at blessings that Moses is going to place here as he ends his life on what are known as the 12 tribes of Israel, although it's interesting and we get a little insight here into some things. So let's just dive in. <clears throat> We're going to, I think, try and get through verse 7 here in chapter 33. Deuteronomy, this is the blessings with which Moses, the man of God, blessed the people of Israel before his death. He said, the Lord came from Sinai and dawned from Seir upon us. He shone forth from Mount Paran. He came from the ten thousands of holy ones with flaming fire at his right hand. Yes, he loved his people. All his holy ones were in his hand. So they followed in your steps, rece- revi- receiving direction from you. When Moses commanded us a law as a possession for the assembly of Jacob, thus the Lord became king in Jeshurun. When the heads of the people were gathered, all the tribes of Israel together. Let Reuben live and not die, but let his men be few. And let, and this he said of Judah, Hear, O Lord, the voice of Judah, and bring him to his people. With your hands contend for him, and be a help against his adversaries. And we'll stop there. So there's a lot that we can gain from here. So a couple of things. Uh, Moses, as he blesses, is reassuring them, again, who God is and from where he he comes. And sometimes they they use different names for the same mountain. And so if you feel like, hey, wait a minute, I'm so confused by mountains. Um, let me see if I, what was one of the examples I was thinking about, I was reading here. Um, like Sinai is also called Horeb, and uh, and then Seir is another name for Edom. So these are different, different. The same translation will use these things, and that, so don't let that throw you off. But the key here is, as he starts to look, God is King. Moses is never called King. I think it's for us to recognize who the king of kings is. It's God. This isn't about Moses. This is about God. Moses is God's servant who has led God's people to the promised land. But he's not going to get to lead them into the promised land. Again, it's about God, about God's justice, yet how merciful God is. And so he starts off with the oldest of Jacob's sons, Reuben. Because of some sin of Reuben, you go back into Exodus, and uh, I'm sorry, into Genesis and see what Reuben was up to. Um, but he basically is found not to be as just as he should have been. And so he is not going to uh, have Jesus, the Messiah, the King of Kings, is not going to come from his tribe. It's going to come from the tribe of Judah, right? So we see here that but Reuben gets to live. And um, but maybe not grow as big of a tribe as some of the others. 
Then he jumps into Judah. This is the tribe where the king of kings will come from. Uh, and it is where David will come from. So many kings. And we see some hints about that with your hands contend for him and be a help against his adversaries. Uh, bring him to his people. So we see that right here. But here's something else that's interesting about this. One verse dedicated to Judah, who that tribe would be the most famous because that's where David comes from. And then the lineage of Joseph and Mary is from the tribe of Judah, which is where Jesus comes from. Uh, so why not spend more time? Well, this is part of the evidence that this was written by Moses. And so that Moses, and it does, God is instructing Moses to write these things down, to say them, to write them down and say them to the children of Israel. So uh, had this been written later, like some people contend, probably more would have been added here about Judah. It wasn't. But here's the thing. God's word is, is God's word. It has been preserved through history. We have it in our language so well written. So much effort has gone into writing it accurately, going back, and not just looking at the Septuagint. So the Septuagint is the Greek translation of the original Old Testament. And we have, with the, the scrolls found, the Dead Sea Scrolls that were found, been able to go back and look at the original Hebrew and make the better translations or more accurate translations from the Hebrew into the English. And so we are really, really, really blessed by the translations that we have with the NASB, the ESV, and others. <clears throat> and so for us to read and listen to, hear God's word is so important and it's such a blessing and we should not take it for granted. So be be reading God's word, get into God's word, and receive the blessings from God, not just Moses. God bless you guys. We'll keep uh, going through these. Tomorrow we'll look at the tribe. The blessing put upon Levi, and we might try and cover a few others, like Benjamin and Joseph, two other big ones. All right, God bless you guys.